Step into the Wealth Elevator and join our 12,000 plus member community who have passively invested over $200 million to acquire over $2.1 billion in commercial real estate. Sign up by going to thewealthelevator.com slash club. And here we go. What's up, folks? This is the Investor News Update for June 26, 2023. We're going to be talking about some interest rates and some lessons learned here. We'll start with that. From I've been talking to a lot of new investors. Just got back from the San Diego retreat. Great to see a lot of you guys there. A lot of new faces, in fact. And I think working with new investors, I think one of the big things like this commonly comes up is, hey, taking money out of my HELOC to invest other places. And you're playing this interest rate arbitrage game that banks are playing their own personal finances, where you're taking lazy debt equity from your home or rental properties, or maybe in your stock market portfolio that you're a little bit uncomfortable heading into the 2024 recession. And you want to get it into real hard assets such as real estate specifically talking like this is a kind of question that comes up every single time hey like i'm taking a heloc from my home and i'm paying five percent it used to be five percent that was when it was good elevated interest rates you may be looking at seven eight percent and that cracks up every month and for a lot of our investors who are good responsible people with their money traditionally we've been taught that to make it feel like a sin when you're paying debt service and you're not doing anything with it However, with investing, things take time, right? It's not an instant gratification game. And oftentimes when you have to delay gratify more, the returns are stronger. You know, just taking two contrasting things like developments or longer term business ventures, you're going to have a higher equity multiple on those things, but you're going to have to wait a long time and there likely will be no cash flow distributions along the way where are, there are other short-term options that provide instant cash flow that might provide a lower return, 10, 12% in our world. And there's a spectrum that you could maybe make double that, but you're going to have to wait for that project to come to fruition and go from the in-progress ugly ducking stage to the end. I think this is kind of what puts investors uncomfortable, right? Because here you are, you're bleeding this lower rate, playing your HELOC or some other debt service mechanism. And this is why it's ideal to do it in your infinite banking or credit investor banking, because sure, the interest is racking up, but it's within your policy and you don't, you're not physically taking monthly payments, debt service payments to yourself. It's internal in a way, sits so out of sight, out of mind. This is the game that banks play. This is the game that sophisticated investors play. This is a game that I personally play probably too much to a fault, right? Where I've found myself perpetually delaying gratifying forever, as long as kind of I've lived, right? Other than that stupid F-150 I bought that I feel like is keeps me safe when I drive around because I don't feel like I'm the best driver. That's really the only toy I've ever bought. And I haven't even bought a home. It's just keep rolling and rolling into investments and I'll if I don't die, I'll physically die. I'll at some point cash in, right? But I think that's I think that's what we talk a lot about in our family office group is like, when is enough, right? You get the two and a half million, when you get the four to $5 million net worth. But to get there, you've got to get into alternative investments. You've got to take the investor plunge of getting outside of the, outside your comfort zone 
and that's what I'm talking about here is like learning about risk. And I've got like my two-year-old now learning about swimming and maybe even potty training. I don't even know when that really starts, but like my daughter, she's not afraid of the water. She thinks blowing bubbles in the water is awesome. So somebody like that doesn't have that fear in there. Like somebody who is feels really uncomfortable paying five, eight percent on their debt service could make an instant twelve percent there. We've got the pet fund that will do that, right? One percent a month, four percent a year, right there. Whereas like potty training, I guess people tell me their kids are freaked out from the toilet, right? If they're afraid of that, it's gonna be really hard to potty train. Right. So I think that's what I see a lot. Like a lot of investors, they're fearful and they feel really uncomfortable about this lead and into this world of investing, which part of the world of investing is the investor mindset, playing the arbitrage game, delay gratification, going through the ups and downs a little bit to know that if you play your cards right and you diversify at the end, you'll be much, much better than the status quo than if you were to stay within your comfort zone. But it was just an observation I made. You have to move uncomfortably through this journey. And if you're afraid of the potty or afraid of the water, you don't want to stick your head in, it's going to be really hard to progress through. And I think in bringing that to investors, I think part of that really helps people. And we saw this, right, in the last San Diego event. And that event's over. We'll put the pictures up for you guys to check out later and maybe... Actually, I'm pretty sure we'll have the event in Hawaii for you guys to come. And that's really where you got to get around, right? You got to get around other investors who've done this before and are speaking the lingo and have gone through this mindset change of playing with debt, understanding the pros and cons and using it like a tool and also finding other people along that journey that are in the beginning stages as you and also going along with them. It also can't hurt. We had some people bring their spouses or kids to the San Diego event. And that's the great thing. You really want to stack the cards in your favor, right? You're the average of the five people you hang out with most. You might as well bring them, which is why I think a lot of people bring their family and friends. But some other news regarding credit investor banking, infinite banking. This is some, not, something new to you guys. Check out the info page at simplepassivecashflow.com slash banking. And if you guys join the club, I'll give you that link here in a little bit to join there. You guys have access to the free e-course where you can learn more about this stuff. But a little bit of a mini news flash for people who use the Penn Mutual policies. I've got a policy with them, in fact, but their product costs will increase soon. And this happens all the time, right? It's a little bit of a marketing kind of sham of it's changing. You better get it before you know it's gone. The truth is things whether it's an infinite banking or these policies or investments or probably applies to many things in life, right? The best time to get in was yesterday, right? You know, term key rentals haven't worked since like 2018, in my opinion, right? After 2020 and the prices got elevated, it just doesn't work unless you want to buy in Baltimore or Detroit or some horrible place like that. Sorry if you guys live there, but it just they're just bad for term key rentals is what I'm saying. So... Going back to the pen policies, June 30th is like that timeline where you need to get in and get applied. But then the new application would be tied to higher product costs. And even if you go through underwriting, you're in progress. Unless you ink that policy, you're not going to be grandfathered in. And the anticipated long-term difference is, it seems really low, 0.05 to 
0.1% lower, but when you equate it to the returns being 5%, that is about 5% of the returns going down in value. So if you would have made $100, new policies are making 95 bucks. Not a huge thing. It is, I just wanted to let you guys know, and I'm sure this will continue to happen over and over again. Best time to do it was yesterday. So Redfin reports here, nearly everybody with a mortgage has an interest rate below 6%, prompting many people to stay put, right? Put yourself in the mindset of somebody who just happened to get lucky and get a 3%, 4% interest rate. And right now they're looking at the prices haven't really come down too much, but you know the affordability of where rates are at around 7% now just makes no sense for you to move, even if you had to. If you had to, probably your employer, and if you're a white collar worker, is probably paying some type of interest rate points package for you. So it comes out of their pocket if you're doing that. But you know, nobody in their right mind would move if they have to, is basically what they're saying. And they have this kind of cool chart if you're into that, and you can check this out on the YouTube channel. Next article here, this comes from Harvard. They always have these great in-depth articles here, but they're talking about home prices and rents remain high. As steep interest rates lock homeowners in place in slow construction. So similar narrative from the past article. Um, sharp interest rates hike have impacted housing rates and affordability across the U.S. Higher interest rates have slowed down the construction of new set single-family homes, exasperating housing shortages and contributing to higher costs. That's always been, that's, I'm a big proponent for, man, like this country just needs more housing for the regular middle-class, lower-middle-class folks. All that's been happening now with these higher interest rates is just putting a lot of that on hold. So this is why we fight and kind of push through on some of our projects too, because there's not many people who can push through. There's a lot less. So if we can get out to shore like baby sea turtles trying to not get taken up by an iguana or a seagull. We can get out to ocean, begin our project and start to build in the next couple of years while there's some sort of a recession or something we can come out of it an adult sea turtle and spawn and live again. That's really actually, that's the analogy, right? If you can get out where there's less competition, you're going to reap the rewards at the end because less people are competing for the same materials that you are when you're going to construction. So the build costs are less. And when you do go up, when you're finished, when you're leasing up and you're selling it, there's less competition for you to buy the supplies less essentially. So you get top dollar. And then this is like the mentality of a professional investor versus a retail investor. Because the retail investor right now is saying to themselves, oh my goodness, I'm afraid, I am scared, I need to hold on to my cash. Where the real professional investor kind of understands the opportunity that is now. And as soon as the interest rates stabilize and come down just a tad, we don't know when, but at some point, the market's going to heat up. And if you're one of those retail investors, you lost out. You missed the bus again, probably for the second, third time if you've been sitting on the sidelines since 2000. But that's the reality, right? Not everybody can be wealthy and invest the right way and look at the more the data-driven facts as opposed to invest off emotion. So if you guys want to get around other more sophisticated investors... Uh, the first step is to join our newsletter and our investor group at simplepassivecashflow.com slash club. Just got to fill out a quick form. 
we try to vet everybody coming in, make sure we're a good fit so that when you do come out to an event, you test drive our group. We don't have any weirdos there, right? Because it's the whole point of a club. Now, the whole point of our club is to find a cohesive investor group, good people um, thinking in the same way and also challenging each other too in certain ways. But yeah, when you start to realize most people out there investing in Wall Street, traditional investments, paying down their house to be so-called debt-free, it's misaligned with the financial independence route. This next article from brookings.edu says LA and other cities are recovering, but not their downtown. Post-pandemic, a lot of the bigger cities struggled, right? People moved out of those city centers due to density, being around too many people with cooties. And there wasn't many draws and need to be there and pay the high rents and the high real estate costs. So there was a bit of a mass exit exodus during the pandemic. There was a little bit of a bounce back shortly thereafter coming back. However, a lot of people are seem to be moving back into the name, the more favorable, walkable, mixed use neighborhoods outside of those busy downtowns. And Maybe part of the reason is the office space sector is getting really beat up right now. There's this big struggle. Employers want people back to work, but people have been spoiled in a way. You know, maybe it's probably a lot of you guys, right? A lot of you guys, I would be upset too if my employer wanted me to come back and back to the office, even if it was for three days a week. I've been, I've seen the, I've seen the light, right? We can't work from home and be productive. It's just because that one guy in the office can't police himself he ruins it for everybody but you know that's from a real estate perspective the office sector is struggling quite a bit and that's i think what i'm reading is a lot of those foreclosures and distress is definitely going to be impacting the office hopefully they're the ones that sound the alarm for the fed congress and politically to somehow petition to get those interest rates back down quicker but yeah, office space is not doing very well right now. And let's get back to interest rates. So stocks fall as Powell points to more rate hikes, stock market news today. I just took this last week, right? So now the word on the street is this past month, the FOMC meeting said that they were going to pause interest rates. They said that they were going to just kind of see how the data shook out. And then everybody's fully expecting there to be one or two more interest rate hikes from there. And then I always get news from Yahoo because they always makes me laugh or any news source for that matter, right? They take whatever happened that day in the headlines and they somehow make it correlate to what happened in the stock market. We all know they're all written by artificial intelligence these days. You know, it's funny when the headline doesn't correlate with actually what happened in the stock market because it flip-flops at the end of the day and, they, and the AI has to rewrite the article. But I just happen to take this one as a bit of a snapshot in time and maybe just an example how crazy and uncorrelated the stock market is. And you know, I, I don't have any paper assets. I don't really follow it that much and I don't consider myself an expert, so don't listen to me in terms of stocks. I'm just a dumb real estate investor who sees the writing wall that population is increasing in America and especially in the lower middle class. And there is a greater demand for this lower middle class housing. And especially if there's a recession, the value for that, more people are going to be looking for that value option. But if you guys want to help out, buy the Journey of the Simple Passive Cash Flow 
book. I just dropped the price to four or five bucks. So it's pretty much almost free. Just It's almost like just pay for shipping and it's yours. And if you guys can leave me a review, that really helps. That's why we're asking for you guys this month. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. The proceeding is not tax, legal, or investment advice, nor an offer to sell securities or investment products. Always make informed decisions with professional guidance. Get educated and surround yourself with a community at thewealthelevator.com slash club.